the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Thank you for listening, whether it's your first time or you have been listening weekly. My name is Brittany, and I am a Catholic wife and mom of two boys, and I run fitmomlifetothefullest.com. So also, all of my social media is the same on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to be friends, <laughs> my name's Fit Mom Life to the Fullest. Try to keep it simple. And I'm always sharing workout tips, recipes, etc. for mostly young stay-at-home moms because that is the current stage I'm at. So I'm just sharing it with you as I figure it out as I go. So today we're talking about how to make healthy choices at various parties, celebrations, etc. Now, I am talking specifically about celebrations that are not directly involving you in the fact that it is not your birthday, your anniversary, okay? I'm not talking about those days because what I tell my one-on-one clients or anybody in groups and stuff is if it is one of those rare, like you can definitely count it on one hand. I can really only think of those two, my own birthday and anniversary, I guess maybe like Mother's Day too. But if it's something directly involving you that happens once a year like that, I just say enjoy yourself in whatever way is best for you. If that means that you indulge a little bit all day and you don't care and just want to deal with (laughs) any aftermath that happens with that, of like feeling not so great the next day and stuff, whatever you do you, it's like three days a year, you can swing that. That's fine. I'm talking about those other days. I'm talking about the season that you might be in right now if parties are starting to happen and start back up around you of, you know, other people's grad graduation parties, other people's birthdays, kid birthdays. It's not just for summer. It's for any time throughout the year. You can also apply these to bigger holidays. I usually give kind of a little bit different tips on the big holidays because they're a little more predictable, um, like Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff in that sometimes there's multiple events you're hitting the same day. So that's kind of another ballgame too. I'm talking really this summer field or throughout the year of just your average celebration, not a special, you know, once a year holiday. I'm talking like, for example, I have 14. Don't want to get the number wrong on this. (laughs) I'm pretty sure right now the count is including my own children, 14. There's 14 cousins between my sisters and I. So if I counted a kid's birthday as just a celebration that I can just, oh, it's a celebration. So I can just eat whatever. That is 14 times a year in addition to, you know, other major holidays, my own birthday, anniversary, etc. So I'm talking about these times. Parties you are going to, 4th of July is coming up, that kind of event where you want to maybe enjoy yourself but not derail everything you've been doing. And right now, maybe you have started eating a little bit healthier with this whole quarantine and pandemic. I know that there's a lot to be said about that. I know some people were very heavily stop telling everyone they need to be healthy and they need to, you know, learn hobbies and stuff. And then there's the other side that was like, take advantage of this time and make all these life changes. So I was kind of in the middle (laughs) as one is about, you know, if you have some extra time and you want to start something new or focus on something new, cool, do that. If, but do something that is going to be helpful to you, not stress you out at this time. I understand that side of it too. But that being said, I I know a couple people, and especially we're wrapping up our eight-week challenge right now, and there were a lot of people in the challenge who were saying, like, 
this is the perfect time for me to do this because I used to eat out all the time or I used to really struggle when food was brought into the office and now I'm not in that situation. So I know some people might have started eating a little bit healthier at this time but are now panicked and worried about what to do when they have to apply it outside of their homes. When you do go to a barbecue, how are you going to navigate this? So if you are kind of new to tracking macros or eating intuitively, that is what I always recommend. And you can go back to the intro to macro tracking episode. But that is what I start clients with is tracking your macros and venturing into eating intuitively, hopefully eventually. So if you are eating like that, if you are not on a strict quote unquote diet right now, like keto or paleo, like something very strict, if you are eating the other way that I advise (laughs) tracking macros and eating intuitively, you can enjoy yourself at a party. So firstly, I just want to get that out there that it is not that you have to go and then like eat what you brought in your Tupperware or you have to eat before you go to the party or whatever. Just know, take that fear out of it. You can go to a party and you can eat and it's going to be okay. And I'm going to hopefully try to help you navigate this a little bit. So these are tips, again, that I use for not celebrations directly related to you. These are basically other people celebrations or, you know, like I said, 4th of July coming up. Maybe you can apply some of these. So a couple tips. Number one, do not fast all day in anticipation of the feast, okay? I hear people do this a lot of, oh, well, I didn't, either they really legitimately do not eat one thing the entire day before the event, or they just go really super light in eating things that are not filling at all, like rice cakes and like they're going for low calorie. I never recommend doing that. I recommend eating not necessarily quote unquote normally that day, which some people would say too. I recommend eating on the lighter side of things, but still filling. And what I mean by that is normally with tracking macros or eating intuitively, you are able to work in snacks and treats. So maybe there's a couple things that would be more indulgent to you. Like say some days you would work in a waffle for breakfast. Okay. And some days, other days you would have overnight oats or something a little more filling and rounded out, um, an, an egg white omelet with vegetables. So on a day that you know that you have a barbecue or a party coming up at night, I'd suggest going with the more light filling meal like the egg white omelet, you know, packed with veggies instead of going for the waffle that day. So you're still getting your protein. You're still working in vegetables. You are still having some fat in there to keep you full, but you are not using your more indulgent things on the same day because you know that you're probably going to want a little bit of wiggle room later on. So same You know, if I know I'm going to have, I want to leave some carbs to have a beer or a glass of wine at a party at night, I'm not going to start my day with pancakes, even if they could fit my macros because I'd rather get more micronutrients in there, like some shredded zucchini and oats and things like that. So don't fast all day, but do save the majority of your calories for the festivities. So save the more indulgent treats for later. There's no reason to pair that on the same day to start your day with a waffle with a scoop of ice cream on top when you know that there's going to be a party later. Okay. And then number two, try to stick to your normal workout schedule. So note that I am not saying make sure you work out before you go or earn those calories. That is not the mentality I'm going for. I just advise trying to keep on whatever your normal workout schedule is, because what can sometimes happen, say, we'll talk 4th of July because it is coming up. 
So it's a holiday week and it falls really nicely this year on a Saturday. So if you normally get a workout done on the weekend, try to still get that in, even though you might have, you know, Friday might be a different day. I know for us, my husband is off on Friday that week. So, you know, that's an extra day that we might have, you know, a pool party going on or things like that. So it can't be, <laughs> or I I would I don't want it to be just an all weekend, I just am indulgent and don't get my workouts in, et cetera. So sticking to your normal normal workout schedule, but adapting it if necessary. So if, for example, you usually get four workouts in, okay, and you usually do it, say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, okay, but you know that it's going to be the holiday weekend, you know it's going to be busy, then swing that fourth workout to a different day. Shoot for Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So it's all done before the weekend so you can just enjoy the weekend. Or if you you plan to do that and plans get a little bit derailed, still get your workout in on Saturday. Okay, so I'm just saying stick to your normal workout schedule, whatever that looks like. If you want to swing the days around, that's fine. But don't try not to scrap your workouts with the mentality of like, eh, I'm just going to indulge today anyway. So I might as well not do it or... What sometimes happens to me is then the next day, the day after overindulging a little bit, I'll be like, oh, I just feel so sluggish. I am not moving. It's not worth it. No, still move. It might not be the best workout you've ever had, but still get your workout in because it's better to stick to your routine, even if you went off a little bit in food. Okay, so stick to your normal workout schedule. Number three, be the one who brings something healthy. I, we're really... We've gotten a lot better, (laughs) I should say, in our family about having healthy options there. It's always gone, you know, it's fluctuated. There's been times like five years ago if I was, I think like the first marathon I trained for where I was really the only one who was trying to eat pretty healthily. So I would bring my food legitimately in Tupperware. And that's just not the way that I want to live. I think that's fine if you are being very specific and wanting to train for something and you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I think that's admirable to want to stick to your goals and stick to your regimen. But for the other 98% of the time and for quote unquote normal people like us, not when you're not in a serious training for something, I would rather be able to just survey my options and eat what's at the party. So sometimes if you know you are going somewhere that is not going to have the healthiest of options, it's good to be the one that brings something healthy And I don't just mean like be the one that brings a veggie tray, although that is probably the easiest way to do it is if you're not sure there's going to be a lot of vegetables there, but you know they're grilling out. Like say, for example, you are going to 4th of July barbecue and you know they're going to grill out, but you're worried that the side items might be just, you know, the mayo-filled potato salad and I don't know, a jello salad. I think those are the oddest things in the world, but I know that people do jello salads. I also don't know why you call it a salad, but whatever. So a jello salad, like you're worried that there's not going to be other options, but you know there's going to be some lean protein. Well, cool. Then pick up a veggie tray. It's probably the easiest addition that you can bring. And then you know that there's going to be vegetables you can fill up on. Same thing with a salad. You can't really go wrong with a classic lettuce salad. You can Spruce it up seasonally. You know, if it's summer, you can throw in some strawberries, goat cheese, balsamic vinaigrette. That's one of my favorites to bring. Or pears, goat cheese, balsamic. Um, you could do a Caesar salad. There's lots of different options you could bring with that. You could also, but what I was going to say originally is you, you don't have to be the person that brings the veggie tray or the salad. There's other quote-unquote healthier options you can bring 
and creative ones. There's lots of cute things you can do with a fruit tray, especially for Fourth of July, making it look like a flag or making it look like something summery or whatever. But even outside of veggies and fruit, there's other items that you can bring that are a little bit lighter. Maybe a quinoa and vegetable side dish or some kind of sweet potato side dish, things like that, that are just a little bit lighter. You have control over it because you're making it so you know what went in it. <laughs> so that's always good to do. And then you're, you know that there's going to be something that you can definitely enjoy there. All right, number four. Oh, I need to tell myself this at home too. Make your plate and then walk away. <laughs> this is hard. If you notice, if you have not already noticed now that I've said it, you are going to very much notice it, that people always gather and then stay right around the food. And specifically in my experience, it is the women around like the island counter or counter in the kitchen because usually the woman is in there still getting some things ready, especially like I'm thinking of my dad outside grilling and then, you know, we were always inside at my mom's getting the other side dishes ready and stuff. So that's where women tend to congregate is, and it's usually I feel like because there's still a little bit of finishing up going on. But in parties like that, especially indoor parties, you'll see the women congregate in the kitchen around the island and then most of us are not putting food on plates. We're just picking it right from the, you know, serving dishes and whatnot and putting it right in our mouths and keep going because we feel like if it doesn't hit a plate, it doesn't count. I think this is such a big thing, even at home, even when you're snacking by yourself. And I still am guilty of this a lot of the times because we know that if we put it on a plate, even if we're not actually consciously thinking of this, I think subconsciously we do that. We know that looking at that on a plate would be too big of a portion. So instead of, we just skip the plate. We just, we're problem solvers. We get rid of the middle step and we just go right from the main dish into our mouths. And that is what I think we would be very, our eyes would be open to see how much we had actually consumed if we had taken what we consumed and put it on a plate. So especially if you're outside and there's like a table set up, just make your plate and walk away. Try to avoid the stand and linger and conversate right next to the food table. I know I still do this. And now that I've said it, if you have not noticed again, you will notice how many people do this. You just stand there and, oh, yeah, how's, what are you thinking of, you know, the Bill's draft, the newest draft, and you just grab a piece of cheese and pop it in your mouth. And then, oh, yeah, no, I saw Susie the other day at the store, blah, blah, blah. And then you grab a tortilla chip and dip some buffalo wing dip like it just it's the place to congregate so try to make your plate and walk away okay next tip load up on the healthier options and then enjoy smaller portions of the not so healthy options so you can enjoy whatever you want to it is your life obviously you are in control of your choices what I would look to do though is definitely this, this goes with putting it on a plate and walking away, is looking at your actual portions, okay? Because it's not really going to be that different to your taste buds if you eat two bites of a chicken wing dip that you really like or you eat 20 bites. It just feels better because you feel like, oh, you can keep enjoying it for that moment. But that's what makes the difference later. That can make the difference between... Going to a party, feeling like you were able to enjoy a couple things that you really look forward to, and then not feeling guilty or shameful or anything after, or feel stuffed or feel like you need to take a nap, versus 
seeing that thing that you love eating and just going super overboard on it thinking like oh well I only have this once a year and just going to town and then you do feel stuffed and then you might feel bad about it the next day etc so try to fill up on the healthier items and then take those smaller portions of the things that you really look forward to so what I would do is when you get to a party or and this works for each stage of the party because maybe there's an appetizer table and then it's the main foods and then it's desserts whatever survey the scene it's like you CPR. <laughs> Check it out. See if it's safe. No, I'm kidding. Look at the table, though. Survey what is there. And then fill up your plate with veggies as much as you can. Again, this might be sparse in an event, but if you brought this, the veggie tray, you brought the salad, you know there's going to be something. So fill most of your plate with veggies. Add a serving of protein. Right now, again, it's grill season, so that might be grilled chicken or burger or something like that. Put a protein on your plate next. And then survey which carbs are worth it. So maybe you would rather enjoy your burger with a roll. And you're like, perfect, I'll have a burger with a roll, maybe some of these vegetables, and maybe a little bit of this other side dish, whatever. Or maybe you're like, eh, I'd rather skip the roll because there's some delicious looking potato salad I'd rather have. Or, oh, I'd rather skip the roll because I want to have these salt and vinegar chips. You know, things like that. It doesn't have to be, don't think of anything as good or bad. Oh, the roll is good because it's with the burger, but chips I just know are bad. No, if you want the chips, eat the chips, but, you know, make a sacrifice somewhere else then. Maybe cut the roll, go for the chips. Go for the potato salad, cut the roll, whatever. You're in control. So try to fill up with mostly veggies. Make sure there's a protein on there because that's going to help you feel full. And then choose what carbs are worth it. I don't really talk about fats here because usually there's fats combined in the protein or fats with the carbs or whatever. So usually there's not a problem finding a fat present to help keep you full as well. And then next, if you have to decide between these two, think about it like this, drinks or dessert, okay? I typically, I very rarely, (laughs) this is actually how Ben knew that I was pregnant with our first child because Not that, oh, I'm so strict about everything, but I typically make this choice on most days, drinks or dessert. And for me, (laughs) this is telling you a little more about my personality, I will usually be the one to skip dessert. I typically don't even really look at what dessert is at a party or celebration or something because I know that I would rather just have a beer or have a glass of wine or have a margarita or something than have a piece of cake. It's just, that's just who I am. I'd rather have the drink than the dessert, unless, you know, on the rare occasion that it's some dessert I'm really crazy about, but doesn't happen often. So usually both are going to be indulgent. Do you really need either of them in your life? Do you really need the Bud Light Lime? Do you really need the brownie sundae? No, both are additions. Both are treats. So on most days, again, when it's not your birthday, it's not your anniversary, it's not a really special time to say, okay, whatever, I'm just going to have both, you should probably make a choice between which you want to roll with. And so maybe that comes with knowing your options too because maybe you are at a party where it's actually not your favorite beers anyway. You like Ellicottville Ellicottville blueberry like I do, but there's only – I don't know, Coors Light. (laughs) You're like, eh, is the Coors Light really worth it? Mm, I'd rather, what are we having for dessert? Oh, strawberry trifle? I'd rather have that. Like that actually might be a choice I'd make. So pick which one you would want to have. I am laughing about this because, so it was actually a Labor Day party 
and I had not gotten it. I literally took a pregnancy test while Ben was out playing ultimate frisbee with friends, and then he got home just in time for us to go to the party. So I obviously didn't want to be like, hi, I'm pregnant. Let's go to this party. So I was going to wait until after the party. But we go to the party. I'm like avoiding the fact that I'm not drinking and no one's really called it out. I think a couple people like my mom was like, oh, are you sure you don't want, you know, I have margaritas in there. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I really in hindsight should have just like grabbed a red cup and acted like I was drinking. But whatever. Again, I should be able to make the choice not to drink at a party and it apparently not be so analyzed. But... I, so I don't think Ben noticed that and we were, you know, not glued to each other at the party. So he hadn't seen much of what I was doing. And then when it rolled around, because I, that is my usual habit and it's not something I like declare. It's just, if you know me, you've seen it, that I don't usually jump on the dessert, whatever it is. So we were having brownie Sundays, and I remember my mom being like, oh, Brittany, did, do you want this? Like, you, you know. Because I don't usually want it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have one. And then I had this huge brownie sundae. And I just sat there, like, loving every second of it. And Ben just looked at me so crazy, like, wow, like, she never does this. It wasn't, again, the fact that I'm eating dessert or that he was looking at me shamefully or any of those things. It was just out of character because I don't usually hop on the dessert. And then I told him, obviously, after the party. And I was like, I knew when you ate this sundae that something was up. So there it is. Drinks or dessert. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. couple more actually. Yeah. Two more tips. Do not worry about what people are going to think about your eating habits. I know that sounds much easier than it actually is to enact because you might be very self-conscious about it, but usually people aren't paying that much attention. I know in the story I just gave as an example, they were paying attention to what I was eating but and drinking. But usually a busy party, most people are not really paying attention to what you are doing. And only really when it's singled out, I think like that, of like, oh, would you like dessert if someone's cutting a cake or like specifically serving something? I'm thinking here of, you know, the grandma who it's like, oh, do you want this cake? You're like, no, thanks, Grandma. Oh, come on. You're too skinny. Eat the cake, whatever. Oh, I'm good, Graham. Thanks. Like, the end. You can walk away. You can leave it there, whatever. I get that sometimes, like, the guilt thing comes into play. So I also don't think that it's bad to say, oh, sure, a small piece. And then no one's going to sit there and stare at you and make sure you eat it. You can try a little bit, try a forkful of it, walk around with the plate for a while, get rid of it. You know, if you are too worried about hurting people's feelings you can there's no harm in that to always to say yes to it and then you it doesn't mean you have to eat every last bite of it so don't overanalyze it and try not to get guilted into when people are overindulging say somebody's going on their third round of appetizers or something like oh come on make a plate like people want people to overindulge with them just oh no thanks I'm good or I had a big lunch whatever insert whatever answer you want there but Know that you do not need to, it's not going to enhance the celebration or the party by you forcing yourself to eat things that you don't even want to eat and are not going to enjoy. So don't worry about that. And then lastly, try to enjoy other aspects of the party besides the food. I know that for people that struggle with making healthy choices at parties, there's there can be such a fear before going of like, oh, like I have to, I have to make these choices. What are people going to say? Like, it's almost like they're already pre-worrying about how they're going to be able to say no to certain items. And that can be really consuming. And 
hopefully, again, my, my goal is for people to eventually get to food freedom, but I know that the, that does not happen overnight. And I've been this person, too, of, oh, it's a girl's night. I don't know. I'm probably going to overindulge because then if I have a glass of wine, then I always start snacking and then I'm just right by the food. So I get it. And I'm not saying I haven't been there, but it can be very consuming. So try to look at enjoying the celebration, not away from the food, but in addition to the food. Like food should enhance a celebration or party. It shouldn't just be everything. It shouldn't be the entire celebration of the party. So make your plate, walk away from the food table, go play cornhole, make your plate, Walk over, talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. A lot can happen away from the food table if you're not so hyper-focused on it and overanalyzing it. So I think it's good to kind of have, to kind of go in with a plan. You have started your day off and had mostly good clean foods with some protein. You've had a lot of water. I left that out as a tip. But as always, you should be shooting for your 100 ounces of water so you're not walking into the party starving. And then you're able to Fill up on the good stuff, enjoy a little bit of the not so healthy stuff, and just enjoy the party without being consumed or without like loading up your food to take to eat kind of in private in the par- at the party or like in another room of the party or something. Because that is obviously not food freedom. You are not, you do not have as good a relationship with food as you think you do if you feel the need to remove your plate and go eat it in private. Okay, so... Try, try to think about these things. In moderation, little pieces of the more indulgent things, but then try to look beyond the food. Look at the people, look at the conversation, look at the games, and try to enjoy yourself away from the food because it's, it's not it's not the main feature. Somebody's, if it's somebody else's party, someone graduated, it's someone's birthday, it's someone's communion, so try to enjoy the people there and celebrate with them. And I think that it will take a lot of the stress out of it for you. All right. I hope that these tips helped and I hope you have a wonderful 4th of July and wonderful celebrations all throughout the summer. Hopefully you can start hugging the people that you love. (laughs) And if you found anything that I shared helpful, I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave me a rating and review. What this does is helps my show show up, my podcast show up for more people so that they can find it and get these tips as well. So there is, you can just tap the stars to give a rating or you can actually leave a written review and I would really appreciate it because I put some time into making these and I would like if it could help even more people. So thank you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day. I will talk to you next time. Bye.